What began it all was the bright bone of a dream I could hardly hold on to. I was sleeping at a friend's house. I saw my father, chaotic, surrounded by dogs, and all of them were screaming and barking into the tropical landscape. The noises woke me. I sat up on the uncomfortable sofa, and I was in a jungle, hot, sweating, streetlights bounced off the snow and into the room through the hanging vines and ferns at my friend's window. A fish tank glowed in the corner. I had been weeping, and my shoulders and face were exhausted. I wound the quilt around myself, leaned back against the head of the sofa, and sat there for most of the night. Tense, not wanting to move, as the heat gradually left me, as the sweat evaporated, and I became conscious again of brutal air outside the windows searing and howling through the streets and over the frozen cars hunched like sheep all the way down towards Lake Ontario. It was a new winter, and I was already dreaming of Asia. Once a friend had told me that it was only when I was drunk that I seemed to know exactly what I wanted. And so two months later, in the midst of a farewell party in my growing wildness, dancing, balancing a wine glass on my forehead and folding to the floor, twisting round and getting up without letting the glass tip, a trick which seemed only possible when drunk and relaxed, I knew I was already running. Outside the continuing snow had made the streets narrow, almost impassable. Guests had arrived on foot, scarved, faces pink and frozen. They leaned against the fireplace and drank. I had already planned the journey back. During quiet afternoons, I spread maps onto the floor and searched out possible routes to Salon. But it was only in the midst of this party, among my closest friends, that I realized I would be traveling back to the family I had grown from. Those relations from my parents' generation have stood in my memory like frozen opera. I wanted to touch them into words, a perverse and solitary desire. In Jane Austen's persuasion, I had come across the lines. She had been forced into prudence in her youth. She learned romance as she grew older, the natural sequence of an unnatural beginning. In my mid-thirties, I realized I'd slipped past a childhood I had ignored and not understood.